Hello, everyone. Welcome to today's Accelerate Your Performance podcast. I'm your host, Janet Pilcher. I welcome all of you to today's episode. I'm thankful to our faithful listeners. I enjoy hearing from you, so keep reaching out to me to share your stories. This podcast focuses on people who lead and work with a desire to build great workplace cultures and achieve meaningful results. The content of the episodes aligns to our nine principles for organizational excellence. I've been interviewing people who have been sharing their connections to purpose, why they do the work they do, and how that work makes a difference. Today, you'll hear a story about a teacher who's made a tremendous difference in the lives of others. Her name is Inga McClendon. This is the story of a special family, Inga and Bill, and Kim and Eric, and how a special family came to be. Inga was a teacher at N.B. Cook Elementary School in Pensacola, Florida, a wonderful, magical teacher who touched the lives of many students over the years in special ways. Kim and Eric and their children were also a special family at N.B. Cook and enjoyed a close relationship with Inga and Bill. Inga and Bill's daughter, Lorna, and Kim and Eric's son, Zach, both have type 1 diabetes. Both families wanted their children to be able to experience everything there was to experience in school, all of the joys, all of the learning. After Zach and Lorna started school, Kim was diagnosed with ALS, and the families made an agreement that if anything happened, Bill and Inga would take their children into their home. After Kim's passing, Eric was also suddenly taken from his children in an accident. Inga and Bill stepped up and took Zach and his sister. Both attended M.B. Cook, where Inga was a teacher. And Team Zach and Lorna made sure that they had the great school experience they sought. This year, Lorna and Zach were 2020 high school graduates. Today, you'll hear more from Inga about their story and from one of our leader coaches, K.K. Owen, who brought this story to us. Now we bring the story to you. Today, I'm so thrilled to welcome to the show Inga McClendon and KK Owen. Welcome, Inga. Hi, good to be here. And welcome, KK, back back with us. Always glad to have you. Thank you. Thank you very much. So I'm going to start with um, with Inga. And, you know, Inga, congratulations to you and your two graduates. Your extended family has a, has a wonderful story of love and support. So would you share with us a little bit about your graduates and their success and how your children came to, to be a family? We, I can't wait to hear your story. Sure, sure. Well, I have two high school graduates, um, and I'm often asked if, Oh, they're twins, but they are not. Um, they're actually five weeks apart. Um, Lorna is my biological child, and Zachary is the child of my heart. He came to live with us at 14. His mom and I met in the early 90s. My daddy actually introduced us in Louisiana, and we end up here in Pensacola together. And in 2011, Kim was diagnosed with ALS, which we know is a, is a terminal disease. There's no cure. And in 2015, uh, their dad died unexpectedly in an accident, and their mother passed away 
that was in December that Eric passed away and Kim passed away in February, exactly two months to the day of Eric's death. And that's when Zachary and Kaylee came to live with us. In 2013, they had both come out here and asked my husband and I if we would be the guardians listed in their will because they were getting their affairs together because Kim's death was imminent. And they came to live with us and our hearts just exploded and so did our house. Yeah, I bet it did. Yeah. So, you know, gosh, I mean, what a, what a life-changing moment it was, but I'm sure you look back at that and, and can't think of any other, other way for that to occur. Inga, is that, is that the feeling today? It is. And, you know, Bill and I have always looked toward the, the light behind the cloud. We're not doom and gloom people. And, you know, I giggle. I'm like, Oh my goodness, I am every pronoun there is because I have his, I have ours, and I have theirs. <laughs> Together we have five. So it's, yeah, it's fun. It's fun. Yeah, that's good. So let's talk a little bit more. You know, you're a um, successful, experienced teacher and, uh, you know, heard some stories from our team. Uh, we've got Ryan Hess's children had you as a, as a teacher. So we heard a little bit about that story and how, how great of a teacher that, that, um, that you were to his kids. So he sends his appreciation to you for that. So you're an experienced teacher and a mother, you know, what expectations did you have when approaching school with Lorna and Zach? Well, Lorna and Zach are both type one diabetics and KK was actually my administrator when I brought Lorna to kindergarten. And you know, here goes that, I looked through the, at the world through rose colored glasses. There wasn't gonna be an issue, I mean, and, and I worked there. There was going to be professional courtesy and, you know, everything was going to be, everything was going to be fine. And holy shnikes, it was not. <laughs> and it wasn't the school system. It was the health department because they're two separate entities. Mm -hmm. And KK was right behind us. And so was their kindergarten teacher who was Kim Anthony. Man, they stood behind us and supported us 110% because we went head to head with them health department and it was tough it was tough so that that was probably my first oh my goodness this isn't going to be as easy as I thought it was but after that everything sailed right through uh elementary school and I asked the kids this morning I said you know what what obstacles did you face in elementary middle school and high school career and they said mom not anything in, in <laughs> but man when we got to middle school the teachers and were great but the administration mom it's like the teachers knew everything and they were so compassionate but we would come up against an administrator who didn't know who we were and that's where the ripple occurred so I did have to go to battle a couple of times over testing for the kids because if they're low or they're high they don't think straight you know that's where I would have to come in and really stand firm and be that mama and say that's not going to work for us. Yeah. And that's, you know, we do a lot of work with leaders, Inga. And, you know, one of the things we really do is try to help, you know, just build the connection to the students and families with leaders and how significant that role is, that that is a major role. So I think you're reinforcing that, you know, for us today. So, so as you think about, about teachers and, and, um, you know, is there a teacher as you think about a teacher, is there somebody that played a role in really helping your your children achieve? Is there something you remember there? Um, well, kindergarten, of course, with Kim. 
And then uh, in middle school, they had this amazing lady, Tanya Smith. And Tanya not only was compassionate with their care, but man, she sparked a fire in them. And both of them are history buffs. And that is, that's why. I mean, this woman is amazing with how she teaches it and how she approaches it because, you know, it can be a boring subject, but it was not. She lit it on fire for these kids. And then in high school for Lorna, because the kids did not go to the same high school, Zachary needed to be a big fish in a little pond and Lorna needed to be a little fish in a big pond. So Zachary stayed at our private school and I would say his was his physics teacher who is Dallas Roper and Dallas challenged him. Oh, he challenged him. And it taught Zachary how smart he is and what he can do. And then I would say for Lorna, it was a combination of three. And it would have been, again, her history teacher, whose name right now just totally escapes me. Her first name's Shannon. Her chorus teacher, and then her guidance counselor, who was Holly Schumbert. And Holly was just, Holly saw things in Lorna that we didn't see here. You know how kids are different at home than they are at school. She really, really, really focused on Lorna's leadership abilities. And Lorna got the Hobie Award in 10th grade. And, you know, she was part of the Chick-fil-A Leadership Academy. And that was all things that Holly recognized in her and pulled her in and really fostered that. And, um, and both of my kids are leaders and both are now counselors at their diabetes camp that they attend. So they're, they're, yeah, I know, yeah. right? Yes. Yeah. So that's so good. Thank you for sharing that because it's teachers and leaders both make a difference in kids' lives. And I'm sure you look back and think my kids wouldn't be where they are and, you know, in college and doing the things that they're doing without people who have touched their lives. And I know KK Owen, as, as your leader at, at one time, you know, at, when you were teaching and KK was the principal that you shared a connection with KK. So I've, Inga, I've just asked KK to join today because she has great memories of the work with you. And, you know, so KK, I'm going to kind of connect you into the story a little bit to here. You shared this family story with us that had special meaning to you. You know, could you share what that meant uh, to our listeners? Absolutely. This is a family that has stayed in my mind constantly. Um, since I was the principal there at, at MB Cook. I knew that Inga was such an awesome teacher. And this family sort of taught me to be brave as a leader and to stay focused on what matters to each family. And I felt like it was my role as the, the leader of the school to model the way for everyone at the school because it takes a team, the guidance counselor, the PE teacher, all the, the teachers and the people at the school that are with the kids day in and day out. I, I felt like I should model the way for everyone else and be brave for this family so that other people knew that we were doing this as a team. So um, I think you have to stay focused on what's best for students and families, give support to the teachers, the counselors, the people in the front office, the custodians, the foods, everybody, so that they, they take ownership of the students that are in our school and that they care about getting it right for not just Lorna and Zach, but for all of the um, kids. And so I think that's what I would say about this family. They, they helped me to be brave and stay focused on what was right for kids. 
Yeah, and KK, you know, what about that? You know, what touched you? I mean, I know that you spent years and, you know, years and years and in, in, in leadership, you know, so, and, and this was one that you just chose to pull forward. So, you know, what made this one so touching to you? I think after listening to Inga share the, the story, and of course, I, I know the story well of how Inga's special family came to be. I knew both of Zach's parents. Um, they had come to the school and really wanted their child to have an experience inside the school, not be homebound and get an education in his home. They really wanted their child, um, even with his diabetes, to have a normal as possible school experience. And I thought that was right. I saw the passion in, in those two parents, in Kim and Eric, and I said, let's do this. And I, I was willing, maybe a little bit crazy at the time, but I thought this is the right thing to do, is to go talk to the superintendent, talk to the nurses in the um, health department for our school district and then the health department, and get us all trained so that we could take proper care of Zach, and we did. And it all worked out, and you just have to be willing to take that step forward. And I mean, it, I mean, let's face it, this was a tragedy for, for Kim and Eric and their, their family. But in the end, because people were willing to step up and say, let's do the right thing for these kids. And you've heard uh, Inga talk about the special teachers along the way. Look where they are today. And I would do it all over again. Yeah. Thank you, KK. It is. It's that courage. You know, we've had a couple of episodes on courage and being bold. And if we're not courageous or bold in situations like this, you know, we lose kids. And that's the, you know, that's the significance of the story. Every kid matters. Every young person matters. And sometimes it takes us, that takes us to be that take that bold and courageous step. Inga, my gosh, how courageous your family was to, to really take in two kids and love them and give them an opportunity to achieve success and KK for, for stepping up. So I'd like to just leave today. I'm going to ask each of you a, a question to, I always like to leave with, what would you recommend and advice to others, leaders, you know, so, and, and um, so Inga, I'm going to start with you, you know, as a teacher and as someone who has to value leadership to help move you forward, you know, what are the one or two things that, that you would say to leaders, all leaders, you know, this is, this is what I'd recommend that you do. Here's the advice to be a good leader. Here's what it means. What's that for you? Step back and listen with your heart and not your ears. Great. So, so KK, what about yours? What would your advice be? I thought about this. And, and I think two things. I think as leaders, you have to, first of all, stay curious and understand that every child is unique, that every family has desires, dreams for their child. You have to be sure that you know students as individuals, even though you may have 900, 1,000, 1,500 in your school, they're all individuals. So stay curious and know that it is within your power to help make sure that at least while they're at your school, your team, you and your team are doing the best possible job that you can to prepare them for their future. And then be willing to step up when you need to. Be willing to try new things with kids. Be willing to support teachers as they try new things with, with kids. And be willing to fail and get up and try again. And so I, I always thought of myself as a teacher coach when I was a, a principal. And I feel like now that's what I do with leaders is coach them to be willing and to stay curious. That's how we get great futures for our kids. 
thank you, KK and Inga. Uh, such a pleasure to have you on the show today. And I just, you know, I think about your story um, and how meaningful it is in general every day. But oh man, how how powerful it is right now as we go into one of the most difficult years that we've had to face in schools and academics with the uncertainties. I know Inga and KK, we were talking about that before we started today with kids, your kids going to college and there's so many uncertainties out there, but I love, I love the positivity, Inga. You know, I love that you're always looking at, you know, what's, what's good in front of us and what can we do um, to move toward that good. Uh, and that's what we're all going to have to do, right, Inga? We're all going to have to do that. So, Inga, thank you. Thank you for being with us today. Thank you. It's my pleasure. And KK, as always, thank you. Absolutely. It was a joy. Today, we wrap up our Connect to Purpose series. I started with my Connect to Purpose in episode 100, and we listened to others in episodes 101 and 102, and this one today. What's your Connect to Purpose? How do you engage others in understanding how they connect to purpose with the work they do? Start your day or a meeting with a Connect to Purpose. Find a way to help people connect to their purpose. Thank you for tuning in to Accelerate Your Performance. Please share the podcast and make sure you're subscribed. If you're looking for more resources related to today's episode, head over to studereducation.com slash podcast. Also, to learn more about our upcoming virtual events, like our What's Right in Education conference, our webinars and roundtables, visit studereducation.com slash events. I look forward to connecting with you next time as we continue to focus on the nine principles for organizational excellence so that we can be our best at work. Have a great week.